Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And thank you very much for checking out the live edition of the State of the Saints podcast. And uh, you're probably looking at some uh, new things. Uh, I'm actually uh, doing this live on StreamYard.com today. You know, this is my first time uh, recording on StreamYard. So thank you all very much for taking a part and the live uh, tonight on this Friday. You know there's a lot you can be doing right now, so thank you very much for checking this out. Of course, tonight we're going to be talking about a topic that has been um, making its its rounds uh, today, and it is Jadavion Clowney. Uh, Jadavion Clowney decided to uh, narrow his uh, decision down to two teams, and one of those teams is the New Orleans Saints. And I'm going to be talking about will Jadavion Clowney come to new orleans um and that is a question that i have uh heard so many times so many people have asked me you know is he coming to new orleans uh you know is he a good fit for the saints uh i've even heard some people say you know if he comes to the saints i mean it's going to uh be huge so will jadavion Clowney come to the saints before i answer that question i just want to let everyone know that uh jadavion Clowney, uh he did break it down uh, he decided to uh, uh, make his decision between two teams, uh, the New Orleans Saints <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, <laughs> now, before anybody, you know, start laughing, just like I did, I understand why he would want to go to the Dallas Cowboys. I know this may be a shock to some people, but I completely understand why Jadavion Clowney would want to go to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are one of the best teams in the NFC, despite the fact that, you know, they don't show it every Sunday, okay? They got a lot of talent. You got Dak Prescott. Uh, you got Ezekiel Elliott. You got Amari Cooper. You now got CeeDee Lamb. Uh, defensive, uh, defensively, you got Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, man, you got Jalen Smith, Lathan Van Der Esch. So, I mean, they're talented on paper, so I completely understand why he would want to go to the Dallas Cowboys. And not to mention, uh, they play a lot of games on primetime, which means he's going to get a lot of exposure. Um, but when we're comparing, I'm talking about now. I'm not talking about history or anything like that because we all know Dallas Cowboy fans love to live in the past. But I'm talking about if we're talking about currently, why would you even want to make a decision between a Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints? Quite, quite frankly, the New Orleans Saints are better than the Dallas Cowboys and have been. If we're talking about recently, we're not talking about the old dusty WD forty rusted uh, Super Bowl reigns that all these Cowboy fans like to bring up every time somebody uh, when they're backed into a corner. You know what I'm saying? They like to bring up uh, those five Super Bowl reigns that uh, that happened. What 1995 was the last time they won a Super Bowl? I think the first Friday movie just came out. Uh, Will Smith, uh, you know, what I'm saying, stood in the middle of Uncle Phil's uh, living room with no furniture for the last episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I mean, a lot of things happened back in 1995, uh, you know, but I mean, we're living in 2020. The New Orleans Saints are just a better football team. Uh, Jadavia and Clowney, it seems to me like he wants to go to a contender, he wants to go to a team. That is a Super Bowl contender. Once again, why would you want to go to the Dallas Cowboys? But I digress. The New Orleans Saints are a better fit for Jadavion Clowney, uh, quite frankly, because um, he can 
be one of those uh, players where he can go alongside Marcus Davenport. And I feel like he can really uh, do a lot of great things. Uh, Jadavion Clowney uh, really has a lot to prove. Uh, he still has not had double-digit sacks since he's coming to the National Football League. This guy was the first pick overall, I think, in a 2014 draft. So he still uh, has to live up to expectations, man. I mean, the fact that you've been in a league going on your seventh year, if I'm not mistaken, and yet you still have not generated double-digit sacks, that's a problem. That is a problem, and um, that's something that he needs to fix. But I think the New Orleans Saints can find a place for him, and I think he can help the New Orleans Saints be successful. But, I mean, he, he said that he wants to go to a contender, and he doesn't mind uh, taking a pay cut. I mean, that's that's what I like to hear. You know, the, the biggest issue when I did videos in the past about Jadavion Clowney had a lot to do with the fact that I just thought that he might be asking for way too much money. And he has to be very, very careful, too, because you don't want to end up being an NFL mercenary. I mean, you see that a lot these days. Uh, you know, you've seen it back in the day with Darrell Revis. He was a guy that I like to consider an NFL mercenary, a guy that sells himself to the highest bidder. Man, we've seen him play for the Jets. And then he went to the Buccaneers for a high amount of money. And then he went to the, you know, then he uh, went to the Patriots and then the Chiefs. So, it, it, you know, I don't want him to be an NFL mercenary. We see a Dominican suit doing stuff like that. So if he can find a team that can believe in him, then I think that he should stay there. But with Jadavion Clowney, man, he wants that, all that money. But, I mean, he has a history of being injured. And um, I think teams don't want to uh, make that, 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 that commitment to him if they feel like he's going to get hurt. So I think by him going out here saying he wants to play for less money, he wants to prove that he's worth a long-term deal. So ain't nothing wrong with that. But I think out of the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints, why in the world would you want to play for the Dallas Cowboys when you can play for the New Orleans Saints on a one- or two-year deal and you have an opportunity to play with a Hall of Fame quarterback versus a team that just basically a circus, you know? Jerry Jones is the reason why the Dallas Cowboys stay in the news and stay relevant. It has absolutely nothing to do with them winning or going to the Super Bowl or being on the threshold of a Super Bowl. It's just the fact that the media, you know what I'm saying, love Jerry Jones press conferences. They love watching the Cowboys play on uh, primetime television and lay an egg so they can have something to talk about on Monday morning. So I, I don't understand. I mean, me personally, I mean, why wouldn't you want to play for the New Orleans Saints? Why wouldn't you choose the New Orleans Saints? That's just my honest opinion. But let's go ahead and um, look at the chat here. Shouts out to Jerry Poor. Jerry Poor. Uh, Jerry Poor says, "State of the Saints." Good evening, TJ, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Man, shouts out to my guy Jerry Poor Jr. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to him, man. Always the first in the chat. Uh, Kentario Jackson, what's going on, man? He says, "What up, TJ?" Uh, man, so shouts out to you, man. Kentario, always here as well. Uh, let's see. Um, Joe says, What's up? Uh, superstar Louisiana boy said, What up? Who that family? Uh, Joe said, What up, TJ, the host of the State of the Saints podcast? And uh, he says, Who that family? Want to give a shout out? Let's see, man. Let's go with the truth hurts, man. He always has some interesting um takes. It would be fantastic if Jadavion Clowney lands in NOLA. How's it going, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast? Yeah, it would be a good look if he end up 
um, in New Orleans. That would be a great look if he ended up playing for him, no doubt about that. Um, but like I said, man, he has a lot of uh, questions that he needs to answer as far as being a defensive end. Uh, being healthy is number one. Uh, I, I want to see him in a Saints uniform, but I want to make sure that he's healthy. And if he's – ooh, I dropped the mouse. <sighs> Excuse me. I dropped my mouse here. But um, if he's uh, not healthy, then I think that the New Orleans Saints uh, need to go in a different direction, man. You know, I mean, he, he has a lot of talent, but, I mean, I don't know, man. It's interesting. But, I mean, he's not going to get on anybody's team until he takes a physical. Uh, I think that's the reason why he's still out there. Teams want to be able to use their doctors to give him a physical. I don't think it has absolutely nothing to do with his talent. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we have here. Okay. Brandon Williams says, Clowney and Cam would be a huge problem for offenses in the league. If Davenport can stay healthy, our line will be lethal. Uh, thank you very much, Brandon. You know, that is true. Um, we all know Cam Jordan is the Iron Man on the defensive side of football. And then if you add Marcus Davenport staying healthy on the field and Sheldon Rankin staying healthy on the field, and you got that rotation and you add your Davion Clowney, man, man, this defense will be official like the first and the 15th. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, I would love to see that, man. But uh, these guys got to stay healthy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would be hard to have a guy like Davenport and a guy like Clowney, guys that kind of got like this similar skill set, great athletic ability, great off the ball, but can't stay healthy. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to Dalton. Dalton says, honestly, would love to have Logan Ryan, but we don't have enough to get him. Uh, yeah, Dalton, you know, that would be great to have Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan is a great a defensive player, secondary uh, player, uh, play cornerback, can't play safety, and he would benefit to the New Orleans Saints. But like you said, man, way too much money, too rich for the Saints' blood. And, uh, you know, I hope he get his money, man. I hope a team decides to sign him and he goes out there and gets the money that he deserved. But, I mean, a lot of people haven't been talking about him because, honestly, you know, the Tennessee Titans haven't been good, um, you know, for the exception of this season where they went to the NFC Championship. Uh, but Logan Ryan deserves his money. He deserves to be one of the highest paid uh, secondary players in the National Football League. And I just don't think the Saints have the money. But thank you, Dalton. What happens if they cancel the season or we play a short season? Um, let's see. Uh, what happens is, oh, man, we continue to live our lives. <laughs> um, but it would be unfortunate if the NFL season is canceled. But. Um, I'm seeing some optimism. I, I read an article today on NOLA.com that said um, they're going to put tarps on the first eight rows of the Superdome to uh, cut down on COVID-19. So um, by them doing that, it tells me that um, the NFL are trying to use their, all the precautions they can in order to keep the, the players safe as well as the fans safe. So um, by them saying that, that also means that they are trying to make a conscious effort to make sure that we have football in 2020 uh cry said how do you know that um i don't know exactly what that mean tj who you think uh he gonna sign with though um king uh young nola um do i think he'll sign with the saints you know like if you look at the dallas cowboys man the dallas cowboys uh you know they got alden smith uh you know what I'm saying they got all these other guys 
that they have added to the team with Demarcus Lawrence. I can see him playing for the New Orleans Saints. And honestly, man, if you're talking about being a Super Bowl contender, why would you not want to play for the New Orleans Saints? Like, if you're talking about playing for the Dallas Cowboys, in my honest and humble opinion, you ain't talking about winning no Super Bowl. No disrespect to the uh, Dallas Cowboy fan. No, no disrespect to the Cowboy Nation, but the Saints are just a better football team than the Dallas Cowboys. If I'm talking about a team right now that I feel like is a win now, ready to go to the Super Bowl type team, it's the New Orleans Saints. So if he's up here talking about he want to play for a contender and he want to put himself in a position to be uh, in the best position to win a Super Bowl, why wouldn't you pick the Saints over the Cowboys? I'm just saying. Dak Prescott is not a better quarterback than Drew Brees, okay? You can say whatever you want about Drew Brees. You can talk about the lack of arm strength. You can talk about him not being able to get the ball down the field. You can talk about him costing a team a shot in the playoffs. But if the game was on the line, if the chips were on the table, you know as well as I do, you would choose Drew Brees over Dak Prescott. No doubt about it. Thanks for the response, man. No problem, man. Hey, that's what we do here, man. That's what we do. We, uh, man, I, I respond to people, man. <laughs> that's that's what we do here, man. That, no doubt about that. That will be five uh, first-round uh, defensive linemen. Yep, it, it definitely would uh, key down south, but who cares, okay? As long as they can help us win, I could care less, okay? I could care less. Uh, do you believe he starts opposite of Cam or will he be in a rotation? Oh, Chemo. Shouts out to Chemo. My God. Um, he'll be in a rotation, man. Like, he'll be in a rotation. Now, that's something that might sway him to go to Dallas, that the fact that he'll be a rotation guy uh, versus actually being a starter. And Dallas, I feel like he will be a starter opposite of Demarcus Lawrence with the Saints. Um, I don't know if he'll be able to start over Davenport. I mean, that that's just my honest opinion. Davenport is really good, and Dav- Davenport is a high-rated defensive end. He, the only problem is, uh, Kimo, is he don't stay healthy. That, that's the only issue. Uh, let's see. Brandon says, TJ, do you think Zach Bond and Adam Trotman will have great rookie years? Uh, Brandon, thank you very much. Um to be honest with you, yes, I do. Um, I think they're going to start off slow, which honestly uh, we have to kind of understand that as fans of the Saints because dealing with COVID-19, dealing with the lack of uh, OTAs, dealing with the lack of rookie camp, these guys are going to have to slowly be acclimated into the defense and offense uh, respectively. You know, Zach Bond has to acclimate himself and ingratiate himself into the defense and the same thing with Adam Trotman. And it's going to take some time. I mean, you can know the playbook like the back of your hand, but it's about execution as well. And it's also about chemistry with your teammates. So Zach Bond, um, I feel like it's going to take some time. Adam Trotman is going to take some time. But the good news is uh, for the Huda Nation, all of us, is the fact that the New Orleans Saints have a Josh Hill and they have a Jared Cook. These are two tight ends that can actually come in and the Saints can slowly bring in Adam Trotman on you know what I'm saying? Different uh, packages. And the same thing applies to Zach Bond. So, but I think they're going to have really good, uh, you know, a really good season as time progress, as they get more game reps, as they get more experience, as later in the year, as the, the game starts to slow down for them, 
I feel like they're going to become better. So I, I definitely feel like they're going to have solid seasons. And anything else other than a solid season is a win for us. Straight up. Uh, Ali Williams says, uh, TJ, will Clowney be productive on the Saints? Uh, because I've heard he's gotten he hasn't gotten sacks like that. Uh, well, that's the thing, uh, Ali. Um, that that's the only issue. Um, he, he's a first pick overall back in 2014 or 15. Um, excuse me, I can't remember. But he's never had double digit sacks. So, and, and and one of the issues why he has never had double digit sacks has a lot to do with the fact that he's been injured. And um, like I said, that is, that is something that the Saints have to uh you know understand what they're getting with a player like Jadavion Clowney and that's one of the reasons why um I feel like this is a very tough decision um not just for Clowney but for the Saints also to make the commitment to him uh I feel like he would be a part of the rotation so it might save him a little bit more versus him getting like the majority of the snaps as he did in Houston as he did in Seattle so he might be willing to be open to that especially since he's going to be signing like a short-term deal with less money so it might not bother him as much because now he can put himself at you know saying a good get a good sample size get a good sample size of of plays on the field when he goes back into negotiations rather than be with the saints or another team he'll have well he'll have some health on his side um he'll have some durability on his side because he's a rotation player and he'll be willing to, you know, negotiate more money. So I think it might be a win for him if you look at it in that regards. But if he's out here saying that teams didn't want to sign me, um, you know what I'm saying, none of the elite teams feel like I was worth it, let me go to the Cowboys, be on the opposite side of Demarcus Lawrence, let me get double-digit sacks, let me uh, let all of these other NFL teams eat crow, then, I mean, that'll be another story. But why wouldn't you if you're going to sign short-term deals with the Cowboys and sign a short-term deal, uh, you know what I'm saying, with the Saints? Why wouldn't you want to go out there and be a rotation player, build up, you know what I'm saying, your, your stamina, build up, you know what I'm saying, your durability, and go out there and play? I mean, that's what I would do. If, if I know that uh, the New Orleans Saints most likely is, is not going to be a long-term commitment to me, why wouldn't I want to go to a team that would be better for me long-term I'm not risking the fact of getting hurt, causing myself less money and less years on my career. Like, why wouldn't I want to do that? You know, especially if I'm just, you know, at a pit stop. I truly believe uh, the pedal to the metal this year. Uh, we just have to, uh, what's that, re-up? I guess that means re-up, uh, you guessed it, run the football. Oh, he said, yep, yep, run the football. Excuse me, Akimo. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. We definitely got to run the football. Uh, we definitely got to be committed to the run. Uh, the Saints have to uh, make sure that they actually implement running the football into their offense, okay? That's what's going to get them to the promised land. Uh, Jerry Port says, I don't see Clowney going to Dallas. Hells to the nah, nah, nah. But in New Orleans, 100%, yes. Um, Jer Jerry, I agree with that. I <laughs> I just don't understand why would anybody want to go to the Dallas Cowboys over the Saints at this stage, especially if they're talking about uh, playing for a team on a short-term deal one or two years. Why in the world would you choose the Dallas Cowboys over the New Orleans Saints? And like I said, no disrespect to the Cowboy Nation, 
Um, I know Cowboy Nation. Uh, I got some people that are Cowboy fans that watch the State of the Saints. But let's just be serious, man. If you're being real and you take the fandom out and you take like just the, the, the navy blue, silver and white out of your heart, you know for a fact that the New Orleans Saints are better at this stage right now than the Dallas Cowboys. You know it. Why aren't we talking about JW being Drew's heir apparent? Uh, honestly, uh, ill because we just talked about that before, man. We just talked about Jameis Winston on several occasions. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, shouts out to Jameis Winston. I feel like uh, him sitting on a bench uh, should really save his career, okay? Uh, I feel like uh, Jameis Winston getting some mental reps on the sidelines, being in a classroom with Drew Brees, uh, learning of Deshaun Payton and learning how to be a pro's pro and understanding how to take what the defense give him is going to help his career. Okay. I feel like that's the best thing to happen to Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston should pray to God that Drew Brees doesn't get hurt. I have a situation like it did with Teddy Bridgewater. And the reason I'm saying that is because I feel like by him sitting on a bench and getting mental reps for 16 games out of season, is going to help him tremendously. That, that's just my honest opinion, man. But um, hopefully one day we'd be having that conversation. But we've talked about him, uh, you know, and being in the Saints uniform on several occasions. I'll be ripping him. Thank you for the $2. says, Clowney's fart skills are suspect. Pass, okay? <laughs> well, thank you very much for the $2. I'll be ripping him. But, um you know, Jadavian Clowney, if he's a rotation player, that is a plus. Uh, Young Nola says, Davenport overrated now. I think we should trade him for something better. Uh, come on, Young Nola, man. The man only been in the league for two years. And um, honestly, like I said, um, when we look at defensive ends, we only think of them doing one thing, and that's getting to the quarterback. We don't think about the other things that they're supposed to do. And the other things that Davenport uh, is supposed to do, he does really well. Um, he's ranked among the top three defensive ends at setting the edge. Um, you know, when people run to the side, they rarely ever get past him. And um, he's really great in run support. So I feel like that's a plus. OK, if we're looking at him as being the next uh, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa or J.J. Wire or something like that at right now, then, OK, if you're looking at that, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But everything else he does absolutely well. All I can tell you is this young Nola. Um, according to Pro Football Focus, this man is ranked uh, 88, okay? No, excuse me, 82. He's ranked 82 according to Pro Football Focus, and that's pretty doggone high for a defensive man in his second season. Key down South says, run the ball and play action. I absolutely agree with that, brother. I absolutely agree. Uh, says, sorry, I'm new to the channel. Hey, man, look, I look, I completely understand, brother. No, no, no problem there. You know, no problem at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, thank you very much, you know, for checking out the video. Hopefully this won't be your last. Just the way we do things, man. We family up in this thing. You know, like, I'm not one of those people, you know, I see you strolling down. Ain't going to, like, I, I try to uh, interact with everybody, man. This is a channel where we interact with each other. Uh, we respect everybody's opinion. Uh, and, and we, you know, talk about the Saints collectively, you know what I'm saying, as a family. So thank you very much, brother. Hopefully it's not your last time of uh, being a part of the channel. Uh, we love to have you, man. Shouts out to you. 
Uh, Brandon says, TJ, do you believe that Dennis Allen needs to become a better defensive coordinator? <laughs> oh, man, Brandon, uh, I think he could do some things better. Uh, I think that uh, he is a, a much uh, better defensive coordinator uh, than um, than Ryan was. You know what I'm saying? Rob Ryan, I feel like he was – I feel like he wasn't organized. Dennis Allen turned the defense into an organized, well-doled machine. Now, if we're talking about elite, if you're looking for an elite uh, defense, then he hasn't done that. But I will say the defense is better under his watch. But I do feel like the secondary, which I feel like is kind of crazy because his first stint with the New Orleans Saints, he was the secondary coach. Why in the hell would your defense in the secondary not be good if – the secondary is your expertise. I really couldn't tell you. You know what I'm saying? You think about the University of Alabama. Most of the like most of the time, the secondary is like the best thing about Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Like they those are the guys that end up playing in the pros for a long time. That's kind of Nick Saban's calling card, being a secondary coach. So I don't understand why the defense has issues with turnovers and turning their head around when the defensive coordinator specialized in, in the secondary when the Saints went to the Super Bowl, but that's my only issue with that. But I, I think that he brought some legitimacy uh, to the secondary. Uh, let's see. I'll be ripping him. Thank you again for the $2. He says, if Clowney proves he can fart uh, at, at Camo, I'll, I'll change my mind. Well, <laughs> look, man, I don't know if he can fart or not, but if he can get to the quarterback, I'm all in. Okay, he said if uh, he can fart at camp. Okay, I got you. I'll be ripping. But, um, hey, I don't care if he can fart or not. That's a plus if he can fart, according to I'll be ripping him. But if he can get to the quarterback, that would be a plus for me. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, man, for the $5 donation, man. I appreciate it. Once again, man, I hope you subscribe to the channel. And I hope this ain't your last time, man. Much respect, TJ. Who that? Man, Mike, what's going on, man? Man, shouts out to Mike, man. Shouts out to Mike, always coming through. Uh, Terrell, uh, Tyrell Davis says, to quote Shannon Sharp, I'm excited for week one so Brady can, can go to Club Shay Shay and get this L. Yes, sir. I think a lot of people in the Who That Nation are looking forward to that. I think NFL fans are looking forward to that. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two guys that are going to get a gold jacket as soon as five years are up, when they retire, can't get no better than that. Straight up. Thank you, Tyrell. Says we family, brother. Welcome. Chemo, absolutely, man. We family here. Y'all already know. Uh, Jack Davis says, I knew as soon as I saw Zach Bond's stat line and highlights from his senior year that he was going to impress people. Seems he's already starting to prove he belongs in the Saints locker room. I'm stoked. Yeah, Jack, I'm I'm excited too. Um, I'm I'm always excited about young players and the expectations. But it seems like there's something special with Zach Bond, and um, he seems like a guy that seems to get it. Um, everybody that you talk to, rather it be college scouts, rather it be coaches on the Saints, they they seem it seems like Zach Bond seems to get it, and um, I, I'm happy for that. I, I'm very happy for that. I'm very excited to know um that he is going to uh you know, be a part of the New Orleans Saints and learn under the Mario Davis and crew. So definitely a plus. Uh, Jared says, that State of the Saints, I really enjoyed a live stream this week with you, TJ. 
Man, I enjoy it with you too, Jerry. Oh uh, man, shouts out to Jerry, man. Jerry been rocking with your boy since the first time he put a camera in his face. Uh, Jerry, Jerry has always uh, been loyal to the show, man. And I, I, mean, I got a lot of respect for him, man. You know, so shouts out to you, Jerry, man. Thank you so much. And uh, like I say, man, I'm always trying to find new ways to try to make the the viewship uh, more engaging uh, to you all. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always trying to find different ways to do that. So. Man, thank you, Jerry, man, for holding it down since day one. Young Nola says, TJ wants a hot sausage sandwich. Yes, sir. Hot sausages on French dress. I'm still trying to find a way so I can get me some patent hot sausage. Um, I'm trying to get in touch with my brother where we can get some uh, dry ice <laughs> so we can get them mailed to me, man. I, I would love some patent hot sausage uh, so I can make me some po' boys around here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ramsey says, hey, TJ. Uh, always love the show. Any word on what's going on with Everson Griffin? If you have already talked about him, forgive me because I just tuned in. Um, Ramsey, uh, nah, have not uh, heard anything um, about that. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. If we sign Clowney, uh, will it hurt or help brain development? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I really honestly don't know uh, about that at all. All I know is, uh, he will add uh, an interest, interesting dynamic uh, to the defense. No doubt about that. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Jack David here. Jack David says, do you think uh, North Dakota State University Trey Lance could overtake Justin Fields in the 2021 draft? Dude had 28 passing touchdowns, 16 rushing touchdowns, and zero interceptions in his college career. I wish the Saints would go after him. Well, uh, man, that is a very good question right there. And um, to be honest with you, Trey Lance, um, I, I think that we have to understand coming from a college like North Dakota State, which is really good, you know what I'm saying, and and the uh, Division One, you know what I'm saying, I would think Division Two, if I'm not mistaken, um, they win a national championship almost every year. But there's one thing that is helping um, him, and that is the play of Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz, as you all know, came from North Dakota State. So I feel like teams are more open to uh, a Trey Lance now because they see the success of Carson Wentz. Um, I do think that he will overtake Justin Fields, uh, especially if he goes out there and he has another productive season. And I feel like Carson Wentz, um, you know, being a number two pick in a draft, um, being almost like a run up for MVP before he tore his ACL and his LCL, it helps on him out a lot um i think that he will go way too high for the saints to draft him um if the saints uh were in that position knock on wood i hope they're not uh i would try to get him but i'm kind of skeptical because i don't know how much patience sean payton has for a young quarterback have not seen it and the only person that i can uh think about is gary grayson you know what i'm saying and looking as Sean Payton track record, I don't really see him uh, interacting or, or trying to develop uh, young quarterbacks. I don't know if he just feel like, you know, a veteran quarterback understands the league better or he just impatient. But if it was me and I see these stats, I think that I will have a place uh, for Trey Lance, no doubt. Joe says, TJ, do you think the Saints are going to work on Alvin Kamara's contract uh when they straighten out the 53-man roster or do you think they're going to push it to the limit uh 
Uh, Joe, uh, that is a very good question, my friend. And to answer your question, I feel like the Saints are going to try to sign him pretty soon. Um, I, I look at him as a holdout. I don't think he's going to come to camp. I don't think that he is going to play in the preseason if he doesn't have a long-term deal. And um, honestly, uh, if you look at Michael Thomas and the way that he did things, I'm pretty sure other players are going to follow suit as well. So I think the Saints aren't going to want to uh, miss um, training camp and all this other stuff that's been going on. I don't think they want to have Alvin Kamara like not involved with any type of all-season activities, which I haven't heard anything about him not being on virtual calls or him not being in virtual meetings. I haven't heard anything like that. So that's a plus. But I think the Saints want to sign him because I think Sean Payton likes him a lot. And I think he sees him as the future of the New Orleans Saints. So, yeah, I think they're going to sign him pretty soon. Uh, Phoebe says, you think Janora Jenkins can lock down Chris Godwin? Uh, I don't know about lockdown, but he'll be able to neutralize him pretty well. You know what I'm saying? I think he'll be able to keep him under control. Um, I think that he'll be able to uh, do some things to frustrate him. That's just the way Janoris Jenkins is. And um, But Chris Godwin is an incredibly talented wide receiver. Um, he's very underrated. And I understand why, because everybody looks at Mike Evans as the, the number one receiver, but not me. I feel like Chris Godwin – right now is slowly becoming a better wide receiver than Mike Evans. Byron Brown says, do you think Breeze and Sanders will click? Well, I, I don't see no reason why they shouldn't, uh, Byron. Um, I look at Drew Breeze going up to Denver and them throwing a the ball around, and uh, I just feel like Emmanuel Sanders is a pro. Um, I feel like uh, he'll be able to uh, adapt to Drew Breeze, and I feel like Drew Breeze will be able to adapt to him. And I think these guys can make beautiful music together. Um, I think that Emmanuel Sanders is the type of wide receiver that Drew Brees loves. Um, he's a guy that's a good timing guy, good route runner, uh, good, uh, you know, sure hands. And um, he's a smart player. So I think that they should be able to uh, be on the same page. Uh, Jack says, uh, OK, I think he's talking to someone else on that. Rodgers to the Saints in 2023. Uh, that would be interesting right there, Brian. Um, I don't know if you, uh, you know, you checked out any of the lives before, but um, that, that conversation has come up. Um, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers is a diva. You know, like, let's just call it for what it is. He's a guy, he, he doesn't want uh, another guy breathing down his neck. Um, you know, he wants to be the guy on the team. And um, you don't draft a player that high in Jordan Love for him to be sitting on the bench for three or four years. So I think the writing is on the wall in Green Bay. I think that's the reason why they end up getting Matt LaFleur. Um, that's the reason why they decided to, uh, you know, uh, you know, fire Mike McCartney because they wanted to get a guy up in there that 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 can, you know, basically put Aaron Rodgers in his place and not afraid to uh, let Aaron Rodgers go, me be. And um, I can see him in the Saints uniform, but if you – if I had a choice and it's not Jameis Winston, if that don't work out or Taysom Hill, I'm rolling with Matthew Stafford, man. I would choose Matthew Stafford over Aaron Rodgers. Not that Aaron Rodgers isn't talented, not that Aaron Rodgers couldn't get the Saints where they need to be, but I just feel like Matthew Stafford um, is very underrated, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that he never had a running game and um, he's always changing coaches and coordinators. So be interesting to see Matthew Stafford in New Orleans. Uh, Phoebe says, if we get clowned, we're going to have the best D-line. Yeah, I mean, it seems that way, but, 
Um, that's all about being healthy. You know, if, if the team can stay healthy, then I'm all for it. I agree with you 100%. But if they can't stay healthy, then that's a whole nother story for another day. Alan says, uh, do you think the Saints should get Clowney? Um, absolutely, man. Um, especially since he's speaking a language of, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, costing an arm and a leg and understanding that, okay, you know, um, I need to earn my money. Um, I need to earn my keep. I need to prove it. Um, definitely. But if he was out here asking for the same money as he was at the beginning of the training camp, absolutely not. But since he's changed his tune, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the Saints uniform. Uh, Jack says, uh, to be honest, Aaron Rodgers come off uh, like a, a pretty cool guy uh, on Pat McAfee's show. But maybe that's because uh, they're pretty good friends. So he gets the best out of him whenever they speak. Yeah, that could be it. You know, I mean, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, uh, you know, he's a, he's a straight shooter. And, you know, sometimes uh, ball clubs, they want their uh, players to be politically correct, you know, toe the line. Aaron Rodgers isn't like that. Um, he's never been like that. He's never been a guy to toe the line. Uh, he's never been a guy to uh, sit up there and, you know, just say they're all the right things. Uh, he's a man with his own mind and his own opinion. And sometimes teams don't like that. And um, I think that's probably one of the reasons why uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, decided to get Jordan Love. But, I mean, he seemed pretty cool. But um, he will say a, a lot of uh, – eyebrow raising things from time to time tj uh why didn't we sign cam newton instead of all these other qbs uh good question there ali um the reason why is i put it to you like this man um if you have an opportunity to have a starting uh quarterback that's been a starter for four years at the age of 26 um versus a quarterback that has been a starter in the league going on his 10th year um at the age of 30 um, which one would you want? You know what I'm saying? Like Cam Newton, no, no disrespect to him. But if I had to choose between Jameis Winston and Cam Newton, I'm rolling with Jameis Winston. Not because of talent, not because, you know, Cam Newton hasn't proven anything. He has. I mean, he's league MVP, for God's sakes, and led Carolina to a Super Bowl. And Jameis Winston is an interception machine. But I feel like uh, Jameis Winston – has an opportunity to to turn, you know what I'm saying, to to right the ship and to make a turn in his career versus Cam Newton, who has been coming, who has come off shoulder surgery, has come off ankle surgery, and is in his 30s. It is hard for a Tigers to try to change his stripes. And I'm not saying that Cam Newton uh, won't come back and be better than ever, but I'm saying that I feel like Jameis Winston has an opportunity to really uh, do some great things. He's not really even in his prime yet. So I would choose Jameis Winston over Cam Newton just on a simple fact of youth is on the side of Jameis Winston. And I feel like uh, he he still has an opportunity to, um, you know, do some great things and, and better himself. I feel like from Cam Newton, I feel like what you see is what you get. I mean, he's been that way for way too long. Iceman T says, hey, TJ. Why don't you feel as confident about this year's team as you did for teams in the past? Uh, that's a very good question, Iceman T. And I'll be honest with you uh, when I say this. Um, the reason why is I feel like teams have gotten better. Um, I've seen the Seattle Seahawks, um, you know, emerge from being a team that was dominated by the Legion of Boom 
to becoming Russell Wilson's team. Um, I've seen the Green Bay Packers, even though I feel like they smoke and mirrors, they have emerged um, out of the shadows of just being a Aaron Rodgers team with no defense to a team that can actually rush the quarterback with young secondary players in a running game. Um, as much as I like to laugh at the Dallas Cowboys, I see a very young Dallas Cowboy team with a good offensive line and a running back that could end up being a Hall of Fame over the next couple of years. Um, I see the Philadelphia Eagles finally allowing a Carson Wentz to become the leader of the franchise. So what I'm saying to you is this. Um, the Saints, back in 2017, they were a really good football team, and I feel like they kind of exceeded expectations. They had one of the best draft class in all of the NFL, probably NFL history, and they used those guys to become one of the best teams over the past three years. But the problem is now that these guys are starting to wind down, and now it's time for them to have uh, big, big contracts, and you're really starting to ask these guys to go out there and lay it all on the line at the expense of possibly not um, getting a long-term deal because you know they end up getting hurt or something like that. Now, I'm not trying to question these guys' integrity, but I'm just saying. And also, teams get better every single year. You can't just say, oh, man, this is going to be a Super Bowl year. Oh, this is our year. I was confident back in 2019. The reason I was so confident that this year, this past year, was because the way 2018 ended. You know what I'm saying? I, I was angry as a fan. I was frustrated. I was like, man, let's get this season um, started, man, so the Saints can get to the playoffs. You know, I wouldn't like I knew they were going to make it to the playoffs. I was confident about that. But I was like, man, it gets to the playoffs. They're going to get over this hump. But now I'm not as confident because I watched them play in a wild card round of the playoffs, and I'm watching them lay an egg. And it seems like history is continuously repeating itself. And if it's not bad luck, then it's you know bad positioning. Um, it's bad play calling. It's bad decisions. It, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not as confident. Do I think the Saints are going to make the playoffs this year? Absolutely. Do I think they're going to win the division? Absolutely. But if you were to ask me, do I feel like the Saints 100% are going to the Super Bowl, I have to say with an honest face, I don't know. I, I really don't know. If you would ask me in 2019, I would have said absolutely. This year, not so sure. So that's one of the reasons why, because teams are getting better. Teams are getting better. I mean, we see the 49ers. I mean, we see the Seahawks. Uh, we see the Eagles. We see the Cowboys. Uh, you know, Tampa, they got Tom Brady. We can't dismiss that. Uh, so, I mean, you even can throw, you know, Carolina up in there and that team. You know, no disrespect to them. I mean, they can make a run. We've seen this before. So that's the reason why I'm not as confident as I was in the past. Uh, Mark Ford says, nah, because our corners can lock down their receivers. Gronk and Brady are old. And on a decline, the old line still sucks. Uh, like, man, I mean, team change from year to year, Mark Four. Dalton says Sean Payton is turning into Marty Scheinheimer. I've been saying that, Dalton. Real talk. 11 and 5 is pretty good for a team that isn't even really that good. I think 9 and 7 or 10 and 6. Um, inevitable expertise. Uh, mm, that's interesting. Raquel McGee, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, Buck still got no running game. Yep, that is true. 
I wonder why they ain't try to get somebody like Devontae Freeman or something like that. I wonder why. Uh, that is very, very interesting. Um, I really couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. But uh, who that nation, you know, I apologize that I have to cut this live short here tonight. But um, I am going to be um, on the show uh, tonight. Um, I'm, I got to get the name of it here. Uh, but it is uh, it's, it's on Real Talk Perez podcast on Real Talk Perez. He's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, man. I will be a guest on his show on tonight at 9 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is about five minutes away. So I apologize for cutting this live short. But I told him that I will be a part of his show uh, to talk and represent the New Orleans Saints. So um, I will put the link uh, in the description where you all can uh, check it out. Uh, you know, and man, come over there and support man the New Orleans Saints. I'm pretty sure you know he's gonna have the Tampa Bay faithful out there, you know, supporting the team. So we have a, a Falcon representative, and uh, we also have a Carolina Pap representative. So I'll put the link in the description box, and hopefully to see, hopefully I see you all there. Uh, you know, thank you all very much for checking out the live of the State of the Saints podcast. If you have not already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com. Search the state of the saints podcast um also facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast uh check out the podcast on apple podcast spotify on iheart radio um and also uh just thank you all very much for your love and your support and uh we'll continue to talk new orleans saints through the weekend till next time all i gotta say is who that